0: Looking for conversations on books and more, as well as tutorials on using your favorite devices and applications, you've come to the right place. Join us weekly on Spicy Techie, where Ali, Makara, and Sienna provide insightful conversations, as well as useful tips and tricks to help you along on your technological journey. To learn more, tune in to the show and like the spicy techie facebook page search for spicy techie
1: looking for a sports podcast that covers sports weekly as well as get you set up for the day check out weekly in sports with me scott mcgregor We give some shout-outs of the week to podcasts like this one and those who do them discuss the Blue Jays, Bills, Raptors, and more. To learn more, check out the Sports for Beginners Facebook page.
2: Search Sports for Beginners. The dad trip of New York. Let's take a walk into the Battle of Leaf versus New York Start the intro message. Yeah? You are lost here reality.
3: On the on the ice and behind the bitches podcast. Get out of here, Charlie! Let's go! Let's, win it. let's go! Now, you're
2: yeah, in
3: Leafs lose 4-3 to on Monday night in New York against the New York Islanders. But hold on, Leaf fans. Now it's time to take on the New York Rangers with the Toronto Maple Leafs. The next night, a Tuesday night in New York, at Madison Square Garden, or MSG for short. Welcome to Least Reaction. I am your host, Thomas McGregor.
2: I am a Toronto Maple Leaf fan, as you can see on the hat here. And although we may be recording this on the eve of another
3: Penguin's Reaction, which I'll be getting to recording After the Leafs and the Penguins game goes final, a lot more notified on that in the final portion of our show of this
2: reaction. We've got a great show for you in the reaction pod. We're going to do a little bit of post game, a little bit of
3: reactions. At the very end of the post game show slash reaction part of this pod, though, you will get My game perspective on both games. So let's dive right in. Leafs lose four to three on a Monday night. win seven to three on a Tuesday night in New York. It's the dad' trip, as the trumpet believes are saying. Into New York, the big Apple. And just when you thought things were getting good for the Maple Leafs, you head to New York and end up taking the L one night, the W the next night. But where did we get to this point? Well, Let's talk about what happened before the Battle of New York. We had a shutout win over the Music City of
2: Nashville, which you can see the Penguins post-game show of Penguins Wednesday hockey content coming out this Wednesday for the Music City. It, for those of you who haven't been caught up with sports beginners
3: just yet, It'll be coming out. I'll reveal the times in just a few minutes. But that was before we met the New York teams in the Big Apple. Way before that, we had a leap win over the Battle of Ontario. Against the Ottawa Senators, 4 3, Leafs win, Senators lose. And before that, we had a Leafs lose to the Boston Bruins in the Battle of the Brawling Brutes. 4 3, To the Boston Bruins on home ice. Just before that, we had two home victories, double leaf wins on Tuesday night and Thursday night in November between the Seattle Kraken and the Florida Panthers. The we want Florida. We want Florida. Dance became. We want Toronto. We want Toronto. Yeah. Why did I? Why did I? Why did I bring that up to you? Well, every playoff year that the Maple Leafs make it, we thought of having the Boston Bruins as a nightmare. In the playoffs. So we all said. As Leaf fans. And I'm not judging any of us Leaf fans here. But we did say it. We want Florida. And Florida in the regular season of this year. Told us. Were you sure about that? Because once we beat you. In the playoffs. Here in the regular season. we're going to prove to you just why we did that. And how wrong you guys were to choose us over the Boston Bruins. Now that we're all caught up, let's get down to business. Start with Monday night. And when we come back in the middle segment, we'll get to a play of the game. Hear from both head coaches of the New York teams, probably. We'll see where the day takes us. And we'll even take a game perspective re- wrap on the Columbus Blue Jackets. But we'll see where the meeting takes us here in the show. So it's Monday. It's back-to-back time. and. Do the leech do the first night of the back to back? They ponder an L. Oh, they ponder an L, but they lose it over time. Now hey I could have if I did this if I did this on the
2: crack of the New York Islanders and the crack of the New York Rangers getting ready to
3: play the Toronto Blue Jays the Toronto Maple Leafs and is what I'm actually trying to say here then we wouldn't be saying what I'm going to say right now Austin Matthews gets Started, great job, Brock Nelson ties the game up. Casey Zizakis takes the lead. Uh oh, here comes the story we all know about the Toronto Maple Leafs this season: lose a lead, try to get it back, then lose again in the final seconds. Casey Zizakis a former St. Michael's Major, who is a part of the OAHL team's St. Michael's Majors, with that team now known as the Mississauga Steelheads, Blank the Toronto Maple Leafs goaltender, and all of a sudden, it is now 2-1, the home team in the New York Islanders versus the road team in the Toronto Maple Leafs. But it wouldn't stop there as a ring a ding dig. here comes Kyle Pomer- Pomeriri. I hope I am saying that name right apologetic in advance, but I'm not saying that right. And all of a sudden it is now, wait, wait, do you hear that stuff? John T, JT, John Tavares. Just before I tell you it was 3 one, John Tavares scores his eighth goal of the season. And now it's two Maple Leafs, three Islanders, Islanders lead by a goal, but not yet, said Morgan Riley. We ain't done yet. As he boomers, as he smashes a puck into the back of the Islanders' net for his fourth goal of the season, in even strength to tie the game. It's now 3-3 three, three, Bring on extra time as we're knotted at three goals apiece. And yet who's arrival to help this lost game for the Toronto Maple Leafs to be Taken away from the New York Islanders. But Bo Horvat. Bo Horvat. ends the reign of Toronto Maple And gives the New York Islanders a breather. 4-3. Final score. With Bo Horvat getting his 10th goal of the season. Giving us a final total shot on that reaction part of this program. 40 shots on goal for the New York. Islanders' opponent, the Toronto Maple Leafs, for them, 29 shots on goal. So, let me get this straight. You can get 29 shots, but you're still knocked out on the shot total by 40. Given the leaps, they should have won that game, but they didn't. And there's nothing we can do about it, Leaps Nation. All we could do is hope that the next meeting they meet, which is in January of the new year, is they bounce back from their first meeting where they lost in in overtime. But you mean to tell me the leaps outshot? New York Islanders 40-29 to and they still won the hockey game because they shot less than Toronto did. That seems like a pretty stupid game if The team that really should have won was out shooting the team that did win, and they choked. Yes, I'm sorry to say that they choked, but they, but the Leafs, they, they choked. They didn't have a lead for the entire game, and even if they did. The only lead they really had was a tie game. Toronto was perfect on the power play. I can't critic the Leafs for that. They were perfect on the power play. New York is New York. They just didn't have a chance on the power play. Yet both teams spent two minutes in the box. Hmm, I wonder why. Now, how about now? This is something you can critique on. Listen to this. The Maple Leafs had twelve hits less than what. The Islanders had. They had 19 hits. Now, hmm, let me think here. 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19. They would have needed close to five more hits
2: to tie the hit category and make it 19 hits for the Leafs
3: and 19 hits for the Islanders equal. But that didn't happen. We talk about the shot total on goals, 40 to 29. Well, how about this? Some shots can be saved. Some can be blocked. And for the Maple Leafs, we blocked 11 of those 29 shots. For the Islanders, we blocked 16 of those shots. from the 40 that Toronto Maple Leafs
2: had. Now here's something to look at. How did we get to 40
3: and the Islanders got to 29? Well, here's what happened. Nine shots in the first period. Hmm, okay. That's okay, we can can, can bounce back in the second period. The Islanders are sitting pretty hot here. 13 shots. They have a 13 to 9 lead going into the second period in the shots total. Then we move to the second period and uh oh, turn out the lights. This party on the shot
2: total is over. Shall we try again, New York Islanders?
3: With 14 shots for the Toronto Maple Leafs. And only 11 shots for the New York Islanders. What to the third, Rowie. And instead of getting 14 shots doubled, like they did in the second period, so it would be 14 shots, second period, 14 shots, third period.
2: Toronto decided to add another milestone of there,
3: making it 15 shots to the New York Islanders. Four shots. The New York Islanders had four shots the entire third period. Up to overtime. And while the Leafs get two shots, there's only one shot the Islanders need, and that and that's the go-ahead goal that says that is it for this game. Thank you very much for coming out and enjoying it and enjoying a game we put on for you. We hope your experience was great. Give us a total of 40 shots for the Toronto Maple Leafs and 29 shots. For the New York Islanders. Think of it that way. 29 shots for the New York Islanders versus 40 shots for the Toronto Maple Leafs. What? In the absolute heck, was the Toronto Maple Leafs thinking
2: you outshot the Islanders. The least you could do is get
3: a victory in overtime. But, hey, hey, hey. It is what it is. The Islanders win. Let's move along. And we're going to do so by finishing off this half of the reaction, talking about the only penalties, and then we're going to hear from our play of the New York Islanders game before we send it over to a word from our friends at one of our favorite podcasts we like to listen to. But first, before we do any of that, do you want to know what's missing from the human connection? Do you have conversations that you feel need to be answered? Perhaps there's some questions you have about the world and who live in it. Check out, take another look. The podcast hosted by Garrett Felix and Melanie, Melanie Patio, available wherever you get your favorite podcast, and always on Voices for Ability Radio at 9 p.m. Eastern Time. That's Voices for Ability Radio. Take another look. The podcast at 9 p.m. Eastern Time. We're taking another look.
0: What a busy traffic on this Friday evening. I am almost stuck in this traffic for the last 40 minutes. And there is no way I think for me to get to the show, the T Radio Songbank, which is going to start very shortly. It's one of my favorite shows, and my, my, what a way to wind down for the weekend. perfect two hours of fun-filled music, and she has so many great features. Sound of music, undercover, foreign exchange, name that tune, and the big wheel that she spins, for who's that, or where are we? We cannot forget about the international stage. I have never come across such a great show in my life. I think I will have to press hard on my accelerator and go as fast as I can to get home in time. Wow! Wow! Look! I made it! I am almost there! Sienna T. Reed, making your day brighter, one song at a
3: time. Alright, now that we got that out of the way, let's get ready to send ourselves into a break. And we're going to do so by talking about the penalties. So, Robert Rotuso serves a two minute minor for slashing against Mitchell Marner, as we call him, or Mitchie, as the trauma beliefs call him on every tweet I've seen. Of course, Twitter is now called X, but we call it Twitter here. Then, about after 4 minutes and 47 seconds
2: into the first period, the second penalty of that first
3: period is called on Toronto. And David Camp is the one that will serve a two-minute minor for tripping Matthew Barzard At 10 minutes and 39 seconds in. This was all courtesy of the first period. And remember, I said there was only two penalties for both teams. One to each. Lane Lambert and Sheldon Keith were the head coaches of both teams. And we'll hear from both coaches when we come back to talk about
2: the New York Rangers reaction pod. You're going to love what I have to say about the New York Rangers. When we get to the game perspective, because that wraps up this portion of the reaction of the Battle of New York, the New York Islanders,
3: and the Maple Leafs game, that wraps up a reminder that this game, We'll see the Leafs and the Islanders back in New York. Same area, UBS Arena, on January 11. And you know what? Just before I wrap this up, let's find out what that attendance record was.
2: Our play of the game from the New York Islanders is coming your way, so don't
3: so don't touch that dial on your earbuds. If you're listening to us on your earbuds, if you're driving, stay with us for that reason. Anyways, so Islanders leave first meeting. Hmm, hmm, hmm. How many people attended that game? Hmm. Hmm. Let's see. This was a Monday night game, and of course, they lost to the New York Islanders. It over time. And will also reveal the three stars
2: when we come back as well. Anyways, the attendance record of this game was brought to
3: everyone's attention with an attendance record of 17,255 people in attendance. Wow. 255. 17,255. That's a lot of people. But maybe not all lot. Anyways, do the next game, shall we? Before we do that, here is our play of the game from the New York Islanders. Let's find out what the play of this game Really was. It is the New York Islanders and Toronto Maple Leafs meeting reaction piece of what happened in November or in December. What happened this? What happened this last couple of weeks? In December, the first meeting, four three overtime lose serves to the Wally. New York Islanders. Oh boy. And a little later, while we're doing what we're doing here, I have some fun-filled treats to bring out, because I love Steve Dangle a lot, and I, and I
2: would love for you to hear this. once If you haven't already heard,
3: I would love for you to hear
2: his reaction of how bad One of the games were that he was just so pissed. He wanted the
3: intro to happen. And when it didn't happen, he said, no, 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 no. We're way past it. So, yeah, I will keep you up in date on that. We're getting our play of the game in and we are making sure that we got the right one and honestly i think the play of the game
2: really comes on the courtesy of the game winning goal from bo
3: horvat so let's let's just do that let's just play bo horvat's goal be Game Stealer, if you will. Heres our play of the game and we'll and we'll play the and we'll play and we'll play it. and we'll play it for you, those of you who are coming in and joining us. Again, when we return. So here is the play of the game, and here are the people that called it from MSG's broadcast. When the Maple Leafs took on the Islanders, here they here they are. I hope you enjoy. Rangers leafs seven to three victory is coming up. Plus a word from one of the coaches in this matchup. So stick right with us. The three stars are also coming up. Long stretch pass.
4: It's Matthews to the net. He shoots kicked away by Sorokin, and he defended the rebound too. Now it's Barzell and Horvath in a two-on-one. Barzell with Horvath. Scores! The
0: Isles give away a point and then they get their second! Bo Horback, the overtime winner!
5: Well, it all starts with you-know-who, number 30, makes a big save, it's Matthews and Marner with the opportunity, and Barzell puts the Jets on a perfect little saucer pass, and that one's over the toy department also. Another big win for the Islanders. You know what? The hockey guys rewarded them. They played a really good game against a very good team. Drama got a lucky bounce at the end to tie it. And the Islanders get...
3: And that is our play of the game. From the New York Islanders, the Bo Horbat Ender. Or in the NHL Tweeds case, Bo Paul Horvat Paul's game. Play of the game. Our three stars are next for the Islanders game. And I've got my reaction to the seven to three bounce back. On the New York Rangers. We'll then set up both the New York Islanders and the New York Rangers' next five games. Not including the games that they already have played. So, sorry, we will not talk about the games that happened after the Maple Leaf met with the Rangers and met with the Islanders. That's all coming up next on the middle segment portion of our program. And keep your eyes peeled on the bottom half of the program. point the end of our middle segment, where we'll hear from one of the coaches of each team, most likely the head coaches, on the ice and behind the benches, continues leaf reaction, slash postgame, right after this, stay with us. Looking for good sports
1: conversations, sports media, and important topics for athletes and fans alike, and at times my favorite sports teams? Check out Sports for Beginners with me, Scott McGregor, where we will break down all of the action. To learn more about the podcast, like the Sports for Beginners Facebook page. Search Sports for Beginners.
0: I wonder if I could make it. It's almost getting to 8 o'clock p.m., and I am still a few more steps away from home to get to my computer to listen to CNET Radio's Cosmopolitan Culture Club. The best of the best music. From around the world. Can't wait. I think I made it. Siena T Radio. Making your day brighter, one song at a time.
3: Bo Horvath, our play of the game. Welcome back into Lee's Reaction. Pod. Well, that was a bit of an understatement. And now it's time for three-star Riley. so who among us is that three stars just kidding most of us probably know who the three stars are but let's see if we actually know who the three stars are of the game Let's see if we can figure out who the stars of the game are. It's time for the three stars of
2: tonight's game, and here we go back to the On the Ice and Behind the Benches podcast studio with
3: your host, Thomas McGregor. And that is me. And that is me, the three stars of the game. So, Islanders and Leaps. Hmm, I wonder who the stars are. Shall we find out? I think we shall. So we already know who got the goals. But who are the stars? Well, for the New York Islanders, they have taken over the three stars in this game, but rightfully
2: so. With 16 minutes and 12 seconds, our first
3: star goes to a Kyle Paul Marie. Again, apologies and fans if I don't get that name right, the last name right. Brock
2: Nelson is in the second star with a goal and assist. An ice time
3: of 15 minutes and 47 seconds. And the hero of the trauma beliefs is. Escape pod from the New York Islanders. Bo Horvat, one goal, an ice time of 18 minutes and eight seconds. So, those are your New York Islander three stars of the game. All right. Rip, all right, rip, all right, rip that piece of paper up. Time for the next reaction pod. Now, time to celebrate a bounce back with the Alfred the Powerful New York Ragers at MSG Garden. And before we get to MSG-Garden... Summary... I wonder... As many of you probably wonder... What... Was the attendance record... Following... the next Leaf game, and the next Ranger game. Let's all find out for ourselves what the New York Rangers' record was of attendance when they played the Toronto Maple Leafs at Madison Ware Garden. Well, that game came to an attendance record of 18,600. Excuse me, 18,006. In Madison Square Garden. That was your attendance record. Wow. Uh, that's uh, pretty interesting there. Now we get to the goals. I think we shall. So. First period. The game goes on. It's the first meeting between the New York Rangers. And the.
2: From I believe, who's going to win? Well. The Leafs
3: lost, but here we go again. It's the Rangers versus the Maple Leafs. So let's pray for
2: a W, Maple Leaf fans. It begins with Austin Matthews getting his
3: 20th goal of the season. And everybody in Toronto is feeling the joy. Next, Connor Timmins. It's now 2-0. Maple Leafs over the Rangers. What's wrong with this pitcher? Well, no time to answer that question because Blake Wheeler already answered it. Five minutes and 42 seconds later, into the first period, with his third goal of the game. But wait, Leaf fans, there's still hope. We may have a one goal lead, but Kelly Yardcrook scores his seventh goal 15 minutes and 20 seconds later into the first period. And then Mitch Marner keeps the vibes going. Keeps the vibes going for a Trauma Beliefs win until they're rudely interrupted in the second period by Mika Sabanajet and Blake Wheeler scoring a power play goal and his second of the night. Mika Sabanajet with the power play goal, the eighth. Goal of the season, the fourth goal of the season for Lake Wheeler. And now it is up to the Maple Leafs. What do they do here with Mitch Marner and Kelly Yarncroft having it a three? one lead, then getting a four to one lead, heading into the first twenty minutes a play, getting ready for the second minute to play in twenty minutes forty the forty minute mark Now, after forty minutes, it's tied. Or at least I believe it was tied three to four was the score going in after the intermission for the third period. But Austin Matthews, Mitch Marner, and David Camp put the game on ice scoring. Not five, but seven goals to put the game on ice. Mitch Marner got his 11th goal of the season with his second of the night being on a PPG for a TOR. That doesn't probably make sense if you're a Pittsburgh playing with ben listening, but... I use that because I love one of your broadcasts using the word uh, PPG for PGA. And I thought I'd use a PPG for COR. Because it's our Toronto team. Anyways. Matthews gets his second of the night, and he scores his 21st goal of the game. So look at that. Marner and Matthews each get two goals in the same night. But one is bigger, and the other is lower. Not for long, I don't think. We'll see what happens. David, so Dave, so bring on David Camp, who would put this game on ice as he scores his fourth goal of the season. Eighteen minutes and thirty-three seconds into the third period, we have basically got close to the final portions of that game. Because the rest would all be penalties. And here we go. Here are the here are the penalties. Here,
2: first, you have the Maple Leaf app. Download the app if you're a Maple Leaf fan, and of course, follow your
3: team on any of the apps like CBS Sports, Store. Sportsnet, GSA. whatever app you could find sports content on. Free and available to download. Anyways. First two penalties go to Jake McCabe and Mika Sabanajed. Hey, that's interesting. Mika Sabanajed got a power play goal right after Blake Wheeler. And and I'm guessing before he got the goal, he spent two minutes in the box saying, hmm, how am I going to dwell on that? But hey, he wasn't the only Ranger headed to the Rangers box. After him and Jake McCabe shared penalties from a six-minute, no-second play, just six minutes into the first period, at, t- at 10 minutes and 46 seconds, a trauma believes Jake McCabe was sent to the box two minutes and the call was hooking. A period later, William Ligerson was sent to the box with Chris Kreider for two minutes, and the call was roughing. So, bring out four-on-four hockey. At 10 minutes and 27 seconds into the second period. 14 minutes, not a problem. 56 seconds, also not a problem. Let's stop playing, give Connor Timmins a trip to the send bin. The penalty box. Then it was a Ranger penalty bonanza, as
2: only Jake McCabe went to the box for a second time for the Toronto Maple He was the last leaf to enter the box after Connor Timmins, but he wasn't the first. But he was definitely the first guy, as well,
3: to enter the penalty box, as we mentioned earlier at 10:46 in the first period. So who would be the remaining Rangers joining the penalty box when we hit the third period? Well, how about this for an interesting attack? Let's go say hi to Eric Gustafson. Two minutes, a minute 22 in the... Third period, and he gets the call to the said bin for two minutes of interference. Otherwise known as goaltender interference, but I don't think there was any goaltender interference. That's something for us to look at at the highlights. We will not look into the highlights right now but maybe we'll do some on a recap time when I do my daily shows, so stick around for those. Because of meets the penalty box yet again after he met it in the first period. And this time, he and Jake McCabe, 11 minutes and 3 seconds in the third period, meet each other Penalty box by penalty box for the same call, roughing. Mikas Benedict follows it later, again, with another roughing call. But it's the same time, 11 11.03 to go in the third period. Okay, let's go to the game stats here. So, another outshot game. You think? Mm, nope. Not really. The Toronto Maple Leafs didn't outshoot the New York Rangers, and the New York Rangers didn't outshoot. the Toronto Maple Leafs. Nope. Instead, they kept it closed with 30 shots for the Toronto Maple Leafs and 31 shots for the New York Rangers. Toronto was successful once on the power play, but the other two times? Sorry, no goals allowed in my net, said the New York Rangers goaltender. In Igor Shosturskin. What about the power play goals from the New York Rangers? Well, despite having 26
2: face-offs to the 29th face-off draw wins from the Toronto Believes, they only had two chances on the power play. They
3: failed to connect on one of them, but connected on the other one. They go one for two. Speaking of failing and scoring, let's look at how we did in our hit category. And the Rangers hit the Toronto Beliefs more times than the Toronto Beliefs hit them. Toronto got thirteen hits on the New York Rangers. Meanwhile. The New York Rangers got a total of twenty-three hits. We got a black shot, and the black shot plays of the game go to nineteen. Of them are Toronto's figures. They got seven goals. And while we only get three goals from the New York Rangers, they still managed to block 10 of those 30 shots from the Toronto Maple Leafs. Now let's talk about the shot. Let's talk about the shot, shot. But here's the shots that go. Toronto led the first period of shots on goal with 11 shots to New York Rangers. Three. They got three. They got three shots. That's it. They took over in the second period, scoring 15 more than they scored in the first period. And Toronto only got eight more than they got in the first period. So the New York Rangers won the second period. It's going to be close in the third period as Toronto would get
2: 11 shots and the Rangers would get 13. So the Rangers would get two
3: more shots than the Leafs did In the third period, you know, with this all being said and our attendance record out of the way, let's see if we can hear from one of the coaches from our games eh? that we've covered. Let's let's go to the let's talk about the Let's go to the Islanders. Voice of reason, let's hear what the Islanders head coach had to say after the Islanders took care of an overtime victory over us, the Toronto Maple Leafs. And while we do that, We're gonna make sure that we also prepare to hear from our friend over at the history of the Traumatic beliefs is Sheldon Keith. So, what did head coach uh, your New York Islanders. New York Islanders fans have to say when the game in overtime was over. And when we get and when we get through with him, we'll hear our three stars of the game for the New York Rangers. Get to our play of the game for the Rangers to wrap up this segment.
2: Then it's the final portion of the Reaction pod where we'll
3: hear from probably Sheldon Keith and probably hear from our folks at the New York Ranger head coach. But let's hear right now from the man. Certainly who coaches the team that beat your trauma beliefs in overtime. Lane Lambert? You have the floor, my friend. Certainly, yeah, we did. We did face some adversity. I thought we played... For the most part in the third period, we played the game we wanted
4: to play. We played the period we wanted to play. They pulled the goalie. They've got a lot of skill in. Third period, we played the game we wanted to play. We played the period we wanted to play. They pulled the goalie. They've got a lot of skill And you know, They ended up tying the hockey game, but uh, we found a way, Um, and that's uh, what good teams do. How about the way your team is playing conference-wise right now? I think we're playing pretty confident. I think we're making plays. Uh, you know offensively i think things are happening we're getting opportunities uh i like our execution for the most part um there's a lot of good things to be uh to be said about about our game right now what was the feeling you know over time now you know it's a it's a tie game what did you feel from the guys uh we felt like we were going to win the hockey game um you know and you know you get into that 3 on 3 situation they had a good chance uh, our goalie makes a big save as he made a few of those saves tonight uh you know he played he played outstanding again, and then uh, you know uh, it was terrific execution by uh, Barzi and Bo to finish that game off. Overall, how did you think your team played in the third period there? I thought we played well. I really did. Um, you know they had, you know they outshot us. There's no question. But I think probably if you look back on it, the six on five, they just threw a barrage of pucks at the net. Uh, I I didn't mind our game. I thought we were up. I thought we were on our toes. We had a couple of chances. Uh, you know it was unfortunate they tied it. Of- what has improved in in your
1: overtime play? You know, obviously it was what zero for five or whatever it was to start the season. You talked about maybe not picking up some assignments correctly. Has has that gotten better, or is it just that the the, the pucks are going in
4: now? I think the pucks are going in. Uh, you know, I think in in the games that we lost in overtime, uh, you know, we had chances, we had breakaways, we hit goalposts. Uh, you know, it's nice to see it go in the last couple of nights.
1: And just specifically, it seemed like it was across four lines. But but the forecheck has gotten, you know, stronger. It seems over the past month or so. What what is that? a belief is that a mindset is just that you know a willingness to do that
4: yeah it's a mindset um you know not that we weren't forechecking well before but i completely agree with you i think our forecheck has been good and i think our first man in on the puck uh, is getting in and, and creating uh turnovers uh our second guy in is tight for support we've got a good guy good third third man so uh, we have a nice little triangle, uh, offensive triangle, going there, and and it all starts with the first guy. What what are you seeing right now with with the chemistry between Brock and Kyle? Uh, well, what I've seen, you know, for a lot long time, um, you know, and I thought Brock was outstanding tonight. Uh, you know, he had five shots, a uh, couple points. Um, they're just, you know, they they work well together. Uh, they complement each other, and I think they're doing that right now.
2: And just just. Double checking. I know he
3: finished the game, but Mike Riley. Okay. Yeah, as far as I know, he is. Oh.
5: You guys, I think it was three straight defensive zone faceoffs you lost in the final minute, minute and a half. Is there anything you could do differently there?
4: Uh no, not really. Just, our, you know, it, you're right, and that's. It's hard to. It's hard to defend when. You know, when you lose the draws, uh, you know, cleanly. But, uh, you know, that's just a situation where, um, you know, sometimes you win them, sometimes you don't. And I don't necessarily know that there was anything that we would change structurally for sure.
5: And then three of your goals, two passes were from behind the
4: net and one from the side to the slot area. Was that a designated plan of attack for you guys or just kind of shook out that way? Well, you know, we felt like we could, we felt like we could you know, maybe exploit that area. I thought we did a pretty good job of it. Uh, not that you guys have played poorly in the second period or all or anything like that, but you've slowed down after coming out of a really strong first. What, what is that about? What do you think that has to do with anything? What, what was what? Not that you've played poorly in second periods at all, but you've slowed down the last few games in the second after coming out of a really strong first. What's, you know, what do you think that's about? I actually didn't think we played poorly in the second period tonight. Uh, you know, we, according to our people, we outchanced them. so. Um,
3: you know, I wasn't, uh, I wasn't dis- disappointed or upset with our second period tonight. There was talk after the last game that Horvat kind of gave maybe a talk in the second intermission. And then tonight talked
4: about
2: just overtime being a good opportunity to be here. I mean, have you noticed maybe a, a confidence or a swagger with him when he's in some of these kind of moments?
4: Well, I think he's, you know, he's an elite player. Um, he's one of our leaders. Uh, and that doesn't surprise me at all. And, um, you know, he's on a pretty good uh, run here right now. So, uh, you know, coming to play every night like he is, uh, he's getting rewarded for it.
2: Just a few of guys in the room had played with John, obviously, when he was here and talked about him getting 1,000 tonight. Just wondering if you had any thoughts on that.
4: Uh, cr- a tremendous accomplishment.
3: He, you know, he he gave this organization a lot of good years of hockey. So congratulations to him. There he is Lane Lambert. And that wraps up this portion of the program coming up as we're getting to point out. we'll get to our three stars of the Rangers, and we will wrap up. The show on a high note, getting you ready for what happened after Columbus. A reminder, I will jump right into Columbus when we come back. We'll get word from our head coach of the Leafs in the seven to three win. That will basically sum up the Islanders' loss. You'll get my game perspective. And we will have shakes to give out. We'll give two shakes to give out for each game.
2: Two to Toronto and two to the Islanders and
3: the... Rangers, The Leap Reaction pod, Battle of New York, is back right after this. Stay with us. When it comes to life
2: and watching sports, sometimes you can't do both. Well, you can, but it costs money, and that means jobs, right? Join me, Thomas McGregor, on a Working Environment podcast where we take a break from covering sports and dive into how people like athletes, coaches, teachers, etc. deal with challenges in the workplace. I hope you will join us because together we can get ready for the workforce and make connections too. To learn more, please visit Beyond the
3: Ice and Behind the Fences Facebook page. Welcome back to Leafs Reaction, pod, post-game kind of edition. We already did our three stars of the game, and we would do our shake of the game right away. But with us listening to Lane Lambert getting a play of the game, Bo Horvath beating the Tromita Leafs in overtime, I think it, it wouldn't be fair if we didn't bring out a Rangers play of the game with the Toronto Maple Leafs. So, who to pick, who to pick, who to pick, who to pick? Let's go with Austin Matthews' 21st goal of the game, or 21st goal of the season for the Toronto Maple Leafs, and we'll pick our Rangers play of the game as well. So here it is. When the Rangers and TSN of Toronto Maple Leafs met at the Garden, the Square Garden. Here are the guys who called it.
2: And here we go. Nylander for a driving for Tuesday, and he drops it back. Matthews
0: turned away by Shazirka. Pass by Pers- Nylander for a driving Bertuzzi, and he drops it back, Matthews turned away by Shosturkin, a pass by Bertuzzi, yeah, mid-flight
4: drop pass, that is well done, good save by Shosturkin, Nylander back with it, flips that to Matthews, steps around, Cooley walks in and shoots, that's blocked, rebound, score, Austin Matthews strikes again, leaves, lead, 6-3, to three. and the NHL goal
0: scoring leader's got 21,
3: Incredible last night on the island, and then here as well.
2: Matthews with his 21st goal of the season against the Rangers in
3: a 7 3 final leaps over the Islanders. Talk about great, talk about a great game on a Tuesday night. And now. We go to our Rangers play of the game. But before we do that, let's get to another one of our stars of the game reveal who the stars of the game for the Rangers game against the Maple Leafs were. once again here we go it's time for the three stars of tonight's game and here
1: we go back to the on the ice and behind the benches podcast
3: studio with your host Thomas McGregor, and that is me, and that is our three stars of the game intro, so
2: so so so! This reaction pod's a little bit different, it is not like LFR,
3: if those of you are thinking this show should have been over an hour ago.
2: It's a little bit of both, it's a post-game show and a reaction.
3: So You'll get my game perspective on both games. I promise you that. In just a little bit. We are approaching our final portion of the program. And our three stars of the game bounce back for the Toronto Maple Leafs. Come courtesy of Austin Matthews. Two goals to assist. An ice time of 21 minutes and 30 seconds. Blake Wheeler would make the New York Rangers get a three-star with two goals at it and an ice time of 13 minutes and 29 seconds. He is your third star of the game. And Mitch Marner would get two goals, one, go- one assist with a ice time of 22 minutes and 34 seconds. Now that we've got the three stars out of the way, let's hightail back over and get a Rangers to play at the game. I'd be looking, me looking. You know, let's go to. One of Blake Wheeler's goals. And we're going to go with his first goal of the game. Way back in the first period. Back we go to the guys that called it on MSGSN. Where you could find this for the New York broadcast, as, as they celebrate Blake Wheeler's first goal in Leafs versus Rangers. There going he positive. played a little bit of forward last year. Originally drafted from. By- played a little bit of forward last year and he played a little bit of
4: forward last year originally drafted from and he played a little bit of forward last year originally drafted from by Colorado and he came over from uh, from that team in the deal. wider
0: with a chance and a save, that one goes in! Mike Wheeler! So all of a sudden goal-
4: face off and they'll get in and get the job done the first chance will be by Kreider coming up right in the slot there it is and then this one it looked like it went off a leg to me as Wheeler just just throws it at the net and there comes again looks like it hit somebody
3: and then just made its way into the net it's a big goal for the Rangers Blake Wheeler and. Big goal for the Rangers indeed. Unfortunately, three was all they would be getting. And now that we've got the play of the Rangers, the play of the Leafs, and the play of the Islander game out of the way, let's get ready to hear from the head coach of the Toronto Maple Leafs in Sheldon beef. and then as we prepare to get ready for the shake of the game let's wrap it up after the shake of the game has been given With words from head coach of the New York Rangers. So. With the Islanders, the Rangers, and now the jacket. In the rear view mirror. Time to get ready for another meeting against Dick Crosby and the Pittsburgh Penguins. But first, we gotta go listen to Sheld- We gotta we gotta go listen to Sheldon Keith. Here's what he had to say. Marking the Conversations, after the 7-3 Rangers lost to him and the Toronto Maple Leafs, Sheldon, what do you have to say? what he's doing at the other end so
5: i uh, just got to focus on what i'm doing making this one considering the opponent considering you guys are on a back-to-back like how happy were you i thought uh, i thought for a lot of the game we looked like a tired team quite honestly but but uh, we we did what we needed to do uh, in terms of building a lead you know often when you play in these back-to-backs you know, it, it's tougher as the game goes on, but I think there's somewhat of an advantage early in the game because you just played the night before. You're, you know, you're, you had a hard fought game last night, so you want to kind of ride that while the other teams sort of feeling their way through the game. That's that's what you hope happens. So we built a nice lead in the first period, which um, you know our guys did a great job in in executing and take advantage of their chances. Um, and then the same thing in the third period, there just allowing us to pull away. You know, starting with a huge power play goal. What is that message in the second period when the Rangers do get those two goals and kind of take what could have been a game out of reach to a one-goal game? Yeah, well, just just that uh, first acknowledge that you're you're still up a goal on the road against a good team. You got a you know a really good chance. To, uh, to to win the game. So that's the first thing. And then we just had some things to clean up. And we talked about that we thought we were working against us a little bit defensively that we needed to do better. I thought we did a really good job of adjusting to that in the third. Um, you know, and then just let's dig in here. We've got a great opportunity to, to leave here. As, this was a great trip. And uh, we needed to, to dig in and get to 20 good minutes. And, uh, you know, I thought the. You know, we got saves when we needed to. We defended when we needed to in that third. And then we had our chances. We made good on them, similar to the first. Speaking of
2: the
1: saves, what can you say about Martin Jones and his first start in the NHL since April?
5: Yeah, I thought he looked solid. Um, You know, I thought he looked looked really solid. Looked like uh, an experienced NHL goalie. That's why you go out and sign a guy like that, you know. Um, Steps in here in tough circumstance. Gets a good team on the road, back-to-back, first game, first start at least with us, so... Uh, tough circumstances the guys obviously gave them that run support but um, even at 4-1 like you still got a lot of game to play you're playing against a team on the other side that averages over four goals a game Uh, so you got to expect that they're going to have a really strong push so you got to stay with it. Austin talked about making their best players defend a lot tonight How, how much of a key is that in beating the Rangers? I think it's I think it's vital I think they're They're a far different team when their top people aren't on the ice. Uh, And, you know, that's. That's not uncommon for most teams, but there's there's a, there's a great discrepancy with this group, uh, so we needed to manage that that uh, that line. And you know, I think they had their luck so They had their time with the puck, uh, probably more so than we would have liked. But uh, certainly is is a, is a key. Both, yeah, you know, we talked about that. We talked about winning the special teams a battle, or at least drawing even on that, which they get their power play goal. Uh, we wiped that out with a huge power play goal in the third and you scored a goal on a delayed penalty at six on five in the first period. So, you know, th- you know taking care of that, that special team is part of it, too, is, is another really important piece against this team. It's interesting you said, you know, at the start of the game on a back-to-back is when you have the legs.
4: It's usually at the end, where you don't have the legs. But you came out in the third, you generated those two chances, earned the power play, scored the power play goal. A guy that knows a lot about his team. Does that also kinda of show you something
5: about your team? Yeah. You know, I like I said, I, I thought it, it felt like we were a tired team a lot of the a lot of the night, quite honestly. I didn't even think we had our legs. But we were just encouraging and pushing our guys to dig in and um, move their feet and close and pressure the puck. Uh, felt that it could come back to us, and you know if we weren't going to get our chances from that, at the very least we we're going to pin them down and keep them far away from our end. And then through that, we yeah we drew some opportunities, had some chances at the net, drew a great drew a penalty, which really changed the game with our ability to to score as quickly as we did on that power play. Um, you know, striking, uh, striking in transition or off of their mistakes was another real important piece for us coming into the game. And uh, when our opportunities were there, the guys pounced on them. Why do you think Jake McCabe's game seems to have taken off since he got back from that injury? Well, I don't know. I, I think our team's played better since since he's come back. That's part of it. You know, our game is less uh, is less chaotic than it was when he was uh, in previously. Uh, you know time to time for him to regroup and and uh sort of you know kind of restart his season um but yeah he's he's been really good and it's you know like it's whether it's him or you know the guys we have in the back end that have come in here with the injuries we've had the guys have just stepped up their game in at key times it's allowed us to get points here, even when we're not at, when we're not at our best You know, the guys are finding ways and competing hard. I thought Bobby McMahon comes in gives us really important minutes here tonight. Um, We talked about Jones. You know, guys have been stepping up all the way through. You know, it's not just uh, the McCabes and the guys that we rely on. You know, Riley Brody and um, our key forwards, all of that. I think we've been getting really good performances throughout our lineup. How did Gregor earn that opportunity to be the guy you picked to kind of... This spot nice. I just think Gregor's played really well for for a long period of time here now and you know you're looking for an opportunity for him. I think Nye's nice has done a really good job in that spot as well. Um, you know Robertson Bertuzzi on the left side like these guys have all done a really good job and we've been healthy you know so there hasn't been a lot of opportunity to really elevate so we knew Ni was going to be unavailable today. It took me about three seconds to to say that this was going to be Gregor's opportunity to to play more and play with uh, play with those guys because he's really earned it
3: Sheldon Keith, talking about Noah Gregor talking about opportunities
2: and how he's really earned it. I'm not sure Noah Gregor has earned the opportunities. So though I do agree with Sheldon about being tired and having the thought of, hey, you just played a game on Monday. Now you got to go
3: play a game on Tuesday, the second game of your back-to-back, and try to have some sort of confidence to win. Let's be real here. It was a back-to-back, and you lost to the New York Islanders. Hate to say they lose. You won. Against it. The New York Rangers. Yippee! We won! And the whole thing about Martin Jones that Sheldon mentions,
2: yes, uh, having the fact that he's come back and he's a goalie for the Toronto Maple Leafs, there's still a lot of things I got to look at with Martin Jones. I'm still not sure he's the right guy for the
3: Maple Leafs in terms of the goaltenders. but. Maybe he is i mean you've you've got Sam Zooff to look out for as well, and then of course, you've got Joseph Wall, but he's out, he's hurt, and we all know why he's hurt. he suffered something in the event of the Battle of Ontario. And had to leave, so we hope he, you know, he as he, we hope he has his um, recovery that he needs. Martin Jones is pretty great hmm. as a goaltender, but we'll have to look at those highlights another time. We're gonna get to the head coach of the New York Rangers in just a little bit. But before we do, we're going to do some shakes. And um, of course, we don't have the introduction with us right now, but that's
2: okay. Let's just get the shakes over with because it is now time for the shake of the game, which is inspired by number 59 of the Pittsburgh Penguins. And every time Jay Cancel scores,
3: for the Pittsburgh Penguins. Those of you in Pittsburgh, you know the drill. It's half off Jake the Shake at the milkshake factory. The reason we've been been inspired to do this is that we love that ad of yours, Jake the Shake, for Jake Gensel. We love that ad. It's a great ad for the Pittsburgh Penguins. But, in all seriousness, we've created this segment so that we give shakes to the game's players who we feel deserve them. Kind of like Game Puck, in my opinion, but it's also like a player out of the game. So, let's dive right in our first two shakes of the game, coming courtesy of the Islanders and the Maple Leafs game, which of course, as mentioned, that attendance record was... 17,255 people in attendance. Back in the Ranger game, it was an attendance record of 18,006 people in attendance. So when we look at the rain. So when we look at the Islanders game, the first two shakes of the games for the Islanders I'll give out come courtesy of the goaltender Ilya Strokin. 37 saves, 40 shots taken, three of which were goals. He gets the win and has a save percentage of 925. He's your first shake of the game for the New York Islanders. And your
2: second shake of the game comes courtesy of rock nelson
3: a goal a uh, assist a point four shots on goal the ice time as mentioned fifty seven minutes forty seven seconds he won ten of the face offs that he was in and those are your. New York Islanders shake of the games for two in the game on Monday. Yulia Sorokin and Brock Nelson. Your shakes of the game for the Toronto Maple Leafs in the Monday game against the the Islanders. We'll start things off with the goaltender Elias Absalon, who, yes, he got the L, but he made twenty-five saves out of twenty-nine shots he faced. Four of those were goals, and of course. He got the L. After being a part of a save percentage of 862. And let's give it up for Morgan Riley. A goal. Five shots on goal. Three blocks, an ice time of twelve of twenty four minutes and five seconds. He took one of the face off draws. So there you have it. Morgan Riley, Sam Sonov, Gilias Jirokin, and Brock Nelson are your shake of the games for the matchup between
2: the New York Islanders and the Toronto Maple Leafs. My game
3: perspective is coming up. And just before we get to the New York Rangers is shakes of the game with the trauma and beliefs shakes of the game in that game Why don't we hear from head coach of the Rangers side of things? So let's hear from the head coach of the New York Rangers his thoughts on the 7-3 loss to Maple believe. Let me just see if we can find him here. Let me just see if we can find him here. Hmm. It would seem as though we don't have a head coach from the New York Rangers, is post game meet availability. Hmm. How strange. Oh, well. We tried. But we got the word from. the New York Islanders head coach. So since we couldn't get word from the New York Rangers head coach, we'll try and put the links in the description of the episode below where we can find those uh, media availabilities. And Now we'll talk about the shakes of the game for the New York Rangers and the Toronto Maple Leafs 2. Let's start out with, once again, the home team, the New York Rangers. And on the New York Rangers side, I'm going to give the first shake of the game to Mika Sabanajad. A goal, an assist, two points, with two shots on goal. 15 minutes and 31 seconds of ice time. And our second shake of the game goes to Igor Stershkin. 23 saves, 29 shots. A save percentage of seven hundred and ninety three. Six shots were goals out of the twenty nine. He was on ice for fifty eight minutes and forty nine seconds. So with Dershkin and Sabanajed are Rangers' shake of the game. Who are the shakes of the game for the Maple Leafs? Well, let's start out with Noah Gregor, an assist, a point, an ice time of 17 minutes and 40 seconds. and one hit. We then move into Kelly Yarngrove. A goal, an assist, two points, three shots on goal. 16 minutes, 53 seconds of ice time. And you've got to know that he's got one hit as well as Noah Gregor. Oh, excuse me. Noah Gregor never hit a guy. Kelly Yankra did so. Anyways, Noah Gregor, Yarn Throat, and Igor are your shakes of the game in the New York Rangers Battle of New York final portion of our reactions. And with that being said, it's now time for my game perspective of both games. But before we get to that, let's look at our next five games for both our Toronto Maple Leafs, Leafs Nation, and the New York Rangers and New York Islanders. First, us the Toronto Maple Leafs. Tonight we see the match between the Pittsburgh Penguins. And us, the Toronto Maple Leafs, right here tonight at Gosia Bank Arena. Should be a fun match. And maybe a little taste of sweet revenge could happen. That game gets set to go at 7 p.m. On Sportsnet. Of course, Sportsnet Pittsburgh. CBC. And Sportsnet Pacific. The Rangers and the Leafs meet on December 19th, Tuesday, for a matchup at 7 p.m. here in downtown Toronto. Joshua Arena be the venue. Then the Buffalo Sabres and Columbus Blue Jackets welcome Toronto for two games on the road before the Battle of Ontario returns to Scotia Bank Arena for a 7 p.m. puck drop on Wednesday night against the Ottawa Senators. Both games between the Blue Jackets and the Sabres on Thursday and Saturday are at 7 p.m. One of them you could catch on Sportsnet, Bailey Sports, and CBC. And one of them you could catch on MSG and Sportsnet. We'll wrap up the Leafs with their wrap-up of December as they play on the night of New Year's Eve. It is Eve, December 30th, when they play a matchup between the Carolina Hurricanes here in downtown Toronto at 7 p.m. on CBC Sportsnet, Sportsnet West, Sportsnet Pacific, the NHL Network, and Bailey Sports on Saturday, December 30th. Before they turn the calendar to the new year, when it's late night action against the LA Kings, Of Los Angeles. 10:30 start. 9 o'clock start against the Anaheim, Ducks of Anaheim at 9 p.m. Speaking of 9 p.m. games, let's take a look at the New York Rangers next five games as after they met the Leafs they put a beat down on the Los Angeles Kings 4-1 got shut out by the Capitals got taken down by the Ottawa Senators 6-2 to two, And are back in the win column after beating the Music City Nashville Predators and the San Jose Sharks 6-5 and 4-3 on both Sunday and Saturday of this past week. They're back in action this Saturday. Tonight against the Boston Bruins at the Garden of TD Garden before they come to play the Maple Leafs at 7 p.m. You can catch it on TSM4 and, of course, MSG. Edmonton Oilers being the place to be for a Rangers matchup in Madison Square Garden. 7.30 is the puck drop on December 22nd, Friday. We get a matchup between the Buffalo Sabres and the Washington Capitals on the 27th and 23rd of December. First on Saturday night against the Buffalo Sabres at 7.30. Then a 7 o'clock game on Wednesday night with the Washington Capitals coming to town. And the New York Rangers will wrap up their December
2: schedule with two games on the road against both Florida teams,
3: the Tampa Bay Lightning and the Florida Panthers. In Amelie Arena and in Florida, 7 o'clock is the timeline for Puck Drop. And that wraps up the Rangers' look ahead. Now for the Islanders. And after beating the Leafs in overtime, their
2: winning streak continued until they were met by the San Jose Sharks
3: in a 5-4 overtime loss. On home ice to the San Jose Sharks. But they wouldn't lose for long as they would get ready to
2: get ready for the Sunday match against the Pittsburgh Penguins at 6 p.m.
3: Eastern Time. Catch it on Sportsnet Pittsburgh and, of course, MSGSN. Florida Panthers lost to the New York Islanders 4-3 and just after they beat the Toronto
2: Maple Leafs and the Anaheim Ducks, the winning streak continued with an overtime victory
3: 3-2 win over the Los Angeles Kings and a 7-3 victory over the Columbus Blue Jackets.
2: 4-3 win over the Florida Panthers as they try to keep their winnings alive.
3: When they face the Pittsburgh Penguins at PPG Paints Arena on New Year's Eve. But before that can happen, they'll face the Washington Capitals at 7.30 on a Friday, December 29th. December 27th, the Pittsburgh Penguins meet again at 7.30. Portion of Pittsburgh, MSGSN. Before that, you got the Carolina Hurricanes taking on the
2: New York Islanders at 7 30 on a Saturday night in December
3: 23rd. Action. Before that can even take place, we've got a match between Washington and the Islanders. And before that one takes place at 7.30 on a Wednesday night, it's part
2: of a back-to-back with another 7.30 action, beginning with the
3: Edmonton Oilers in town against the New York Islanders. And way, way before that can get underway, we have a Saturday night matchup tonight featuring the Montreal Canadiens. Taking on your New York Islanders. So lots of good games coming up for both teams. In the Battle of New York. To the Battle of. Pittsburgh we go. With. Another one tonight in Toronto, Ontario. George Banker in at the venue. Speaking of which, as we've reached the final portion of this program, time now for my game perspective. Now, if I was doing this like I said earlier in the opening segment, Now that we've got our shakes of the game and and our middle segment is gone with the plays of the game and, of course, the three stars, it's time now for the game perspective portion of the game. And we ain't stopping for a break on this one. We're just going to get right down to it. So, as the clock hits the 3 o'clock mark and we get ready for a Saturday night between the Penguins and the Maple Leafs, here are my thoughts on the Battle of New York. And don't forget, I will be doing a Leaf reaction
2: telling you my thoughts on the Columbus Blue Jackets game and telling you my thoughts
3: on the Pittsburgh Penguins and the Toronto Maple Leafs game. So stay tuned for that. And you can catch Penguins' reaction on the Sports for beginners feed as well. So, Let's get the perspective out of the way. Let's just let's just classify this in two words. Okay, let's let's just classify it in two words, okay? For the Islanders game. A sucker's bet. They had the win in their in their grasp and they lost it. They couldn't win that game at all. Even if they tried in overtime. But to their credit, they stayed in it. And they kept a chance of victory within their grasp. So, I'm not at all pissed. Even though I'm recording it days after the game. I'm not at all pissed at what we got from the... islanders and leafs game i'm not at all pissed i should be but i'm not to the rangers we go and my 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 goodness what a bounce back it was but to keep it all on an interesting note here the two words i would use to describe this game are competitive and interesting The Leafs win by four goals, seven to three, over the Rangers. Meanwhile, they lose by a goal on a Monday night in New York to the New York Islanders, four to three. So Tuesday night was a really, really great bounce back. Seven to three? All right, great. And now that the Leafs have finished that back-to-back, they move over to Columbus. But I'm going to save my thoughts on Columbus for after the Penguins game has gone by. Um, anyways, that is it for this uh, reaction pod. Before I sign off, I would really like to say this about the Battle of New York. It's called the Dad's Trip for a reason on this podcast because bringing Dad's to the game is kind of, I want to say an extra post for the trauma beliefs. So because of this, I'm thinking that now that it it is over with and we've recovered it it's time to sign off for adult, for almost a dolphin's last game there now I stop myself there anyways that is it for this one thank you very much for listening To Maple Leafs Hockey on On the Ice and Behind the Benches, the podcast. I am your host, Thomas McGregor, saying that until next, the next Leafs game, reaction pod, go Leafs. And
2: I look forward to catching up with you again after the next Leafs
3: game. Go long for now, Leafs Nation. And before I even really sign off here, I really want to encourage you to all check out Steve Dangles' LFR reaction pods. They're really, really great ones to listen to. It's so worth to listen to. Win or lose, I will
2: listen no matter what. Steve Dangle has to say whether it's a loss
3: or a win. I'm always there for the win. So, like I said, that is it for this one. Thank you very much for listening. And like I already said, go leaves. I look forward to catching up with you again, Leafs Nation, after the next Leafs game. Well, the Toronto Maple Leafs. And let's see what happens tonight against the Pittsburgh Penguins. I'm out. Peace.
0: Can
2: send us a to a to to you next time until the next bleep. Reaction actually card behind the bed the bed